Hello and welcome to Freedom Through Truth, a broadcast outreach of Ministries of Wayne Weaver, bringing the freedom of God through the truth of God's Word. Let's tune in to today's message. Do not say or do anything or teach anything in the name of Jesus. You know why? Because Jesus has an identity. You know what His identity is? All of heaven and all of God is on His side. Everything that God is and that God has and that God, the address, the name, the all that He is, is imprinted in Him. So He hath the full authority of God. That's in that name. So when I look at Jesus, I don't even question that. I know He had that. It was Him that the Father spoke out of heaven and said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. And He rose Him from the dead through the Holy Spirit after He died. Why? He is completely an identity with the Father. Everything that the Father has now is in Him. In fact, they are so one that they are called that they are one. So when I look at Jesus, it's the rest is in there too. This is why identity is so important. Um, I noticed that, now, when I have Jesus, and He is my identity, He is the one that I walk in, that I keep my conviction with. He is the one that I surrender to. He is the one that I walk in His will and I do His things. And He is described as the perfect description of Jesus in my mind and in my heart, written there. Yes, we make violations, but there's the forgiveness. But then we move on in that. We move on in the kingdom, and there is an absolute, uh, definite inscription within us when we have Jesus. And so we have all heaven behind us. When I pray for people that have healing or that need healing, um, I always consider that and make myself to assure myself my position with Christ that He is my identity, that all heaven now needs to come to this scene because I use the name of Jesus. That's why it's so powerful. If you're the only one in your checking account that can sign your name, there's nobody else that can do it. You can write out a check of whatever amount is in your checking account. If somebody else uses your identity, it won't work. Your identity has to do with all the labor you put in during the week and during the next week and you get your paycheck and you put it in there and it is only you, you, you person individually, specifically the head of the homes here, that have, if they open a checking account and if they want their wives to also write something, they have to be the ones to bring their wives to also be approved of that. Had something interesting happen to me and I just left it there and it's still that way. You know, I, I came down to, I was asked one day uh, to come over here to Walhouse and pick up a deposit and take it over to the bank. They wouldn't receive it from me because my name was not written down as one of the people they can receive money from. And I was the one that did the signing and gave all the others authority and never allowed the authority to be mine. I had to take it back and somebody else had to give it. Have you ever heard such a thing? It's identity. My identity that I had was not given me permission to do that. 
Identity is really important. And when it comes to the kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven, it becomes even more so. I read, I saw something. Last Sunday, I was, we were visitors at a house. We went there and I saw something that uh, moved my heart again. How many of you have seen the movie Judah Ben-Hur? I think most of you have. R raise your hands if you have. If you haven't, you, you, it might be something advisable for you to... It's, it's, it definitely moves the heart. It does. Judah Ben-Hur, it talks about basically Jesus. It's, it's, a, it's good. And I, uh, Carlton Heston, I believe it was his name. He was a Christian man, the main man. And uh, it's a good... I think it's a, it's a valuable... Something that is valuable to look at. Takes about three hours. What happened here? I saw something there that this man... This Judah Ben-Hur, and I don't have it all correct, but, but I'll, I can say some things that really impacted me. One thing was, he was basically, um, he would have been from Judah, or Jewish in other words, and it was the Roman kingdom that was against them. And here was basically a man called Judah Ben-Hur, and I, don't, I can leave a whole bunch of stuff out because I, I can't put it in. My memory will not even recall that. But it comes down to one thing, that this man was put into a sentence. He was accused of something because of a, some tile that fell off of a roof that hit a ruler, supposedly, and it looked like it was something that was designed to kill him. I believe that's what it was that put him in jail, and they, and as well as his sister and his mom. But they put him in really hard labor, and he worked and worked really hard. And the, it goes on and on for some years now, and for, th for three years, I believe. And here he was put into one of these warships, if I can, for lack of a military ship. It was where they were in the bottom of the boat, and they were, had, each had an oar, and they had men standing there with whips, and they'd whip and whip if somebody was worn out and getting weak. He was accounted as one of the worst in there. But when it all concludes is the boat started in a fight, in a military exercise, and the enemy came and they ramped each other and it ended up, it looked like the whole thing is done. And yet a general or the, the governor, I believe, of, of the Roman Empire, I might have some of this wrong. I, I know the point that I want to make, that I have right. But the Roman Empire was against the Israeli, uh, the Israel. And what happened is the, the two fights as they were going, the ship wrecked, they ramped it, and the water came in and destroyed the ships, and everything was, the people were dead, they were gone, you couldn't even see them anymore. But there was a piece of wood and a little platform that this governor, whoever he was, or he might have been more of an elite even than that, I believe it was like a governor, he crawled, he was out there, and he was drowning, and he, he wanted to, he was just sinking. And Judah Ben-Hur went after him, and he swam, and he got a hold of him, and he put him up on the platform, and he saved his life. And this governor, whoever that he was, uh, president, whoever he was, a very, very high authority in Rome, um, if not the one in command, second in command, and so forth, he tried to even kill himself, and Judah Ben-Hur held his hand. He couldn't. He couldn't. I mean, it was, a, it was a fight. Anyways, what happened? The end of the whole story is there was a ship come by, and 
they reached out and they brought them in. And they told him that they won, that Rome won, that the other army was destroyed. And he was like, he couldn't believe it. He thought he was wanting to kill himself because he knew his whole military was destroyed. And here he was that, no, he was the one that was a winner. And they wanted to, you know, lift him up and do all this. And he just, he couldn't because Judah Ben-Hur was standing here. Um, and Judah Ben-Hur was the one that saved him. And so he had to bow to him and say, it was this man that saved me. Long story short, he said like this, you know, because you saved me. I will give you an authority, an identity with the Roman government. And he put a ring on his finger. I want you to see this picture. A lot of talk now to just get to this point. But he put a ring here on this, this, on this uh, finger. I believe it may, might have been the smallest, smallest finger. But it was a written, it was a ring that was Roman authority. And that would make him almost like it did Joseph when he was the second in command in Egypt. And this man could do about anything with that ring. He had the stamp, and if there's something of an approval or a contract or anything, or if he wanted to throw anyone in prison, he had that stamp that he could go like that and stamp any paper, and Rome would all honor that. What happened here then is now later on he gets in conflict and this ring was hanging there. I want you to see this now. As here is a man that had this ring on his finger, but it was not noticeable by most and they wouldn't look at it. And he came through different situations where he, they argued against him. Some of the old relationships that he had with some of the older people that were prior to him or at the time of the conquests wherever they had before it brought him this far. And he'd stand there and they were like threatening against him. They never noticed his ring. They never noticed his ring. It looked like they might throw him in prison again. They looked like they might take him out and they might even get killed because of it. But he had a ring and they didn't notice his ring. He was actually higher in authority than the ones that were arguing against him. And he probably could have put them all in jail. They didn't notice his ring. It was an identity that he had, tremendous authority, but it was not noticed. The very ones that were arguing, were threatening, and the soldiers that came, and the spears, and all this, that were, it looks like he might be losing his life. He could have just showed this, and done that, and sent them all, and maybe even destroyed them, maybe even gave him a death sentence. I'm not sure. I didn't see it. And the lights went on in my heart, and I said, oh my, that's the name of Jesus. That's the name of Jesus. All that power that God has invested in Jesus, that when we identify with him, we have that stamp of heaven on our life. We have it there, that in the name of Jesus, this will happen, and this will happen, and this will happen. In the name of Jesus. But the world doesn't see it. And as I stand before you today, you do not see the name of Jesus on me. You don't see that I'm carrying something somewhere that is a stamp of that. All of heaven. That's what Jesus was. That's why there is so much power in the name of Jesus. 
Because what Jesus said, and when he asked for people to be healed, they were all healed. Why? Because all of heaven was his identity. Now I stand and you stand here, and all our identity, if this is our true, genuine identity, is that identity of Jesus. And we have the ring on our finger as well. This is why he said, greater things will ye do because I go to my Father. We have this. We have this hidden treasure in earthen vessels. It's the power of God. It's the power of Jesus. It's our, our identity with him. And so when devils come, when, when people need healing, we can call on the name of who? Jesus. And then they are healed. I saw this picture and it moved my heart quite deeply. I saw that I wonder how many of you that if I would ask you to come up here to see if you have that stamp somewhere. How many of you have that ring on your finger? You have that ring somewhere on your finger and you can use it. Not only can you use it, let me ask you, do you use it? Does it work? Or we're not sure we have that ring. We are embarrassed of the ring. We are embarrassed of the approval. We are embarrassed of the name of Jesus. We're embarrassed because of the identity. And if we are, I can tell you we will not use it. In Luke chapter 15, verse 21. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and I am no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servants, Bring forth the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand. And Thank you for listening to today's program. We hope you were blessed. This program is made possible by the generous donations of our listeners. Check out our website and get our weekly word e-letter by signing up at www.ministriesofwayneweaver.com. Until next time, God bless.